You're listening to a special episode of A Tiny Revolution brought to you by Beloved Arise. Beloved Arise is the first and only LGBTQ youth group for youth of faith in the entire world. And on June 5th, they're going to be releasing their first album called Serenade, Songs for the Beloved, Volume 1. To learn more about that, please go to belovedarise.org slash serenade and to listen to an exclusive track early stay tuned after this episode to hear one of those incredible tracks that i swear is going to make you cry uh thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show Hey, I'm Kevin Garcia. I'm a digital pastor, uh, podcaster, uh, internet human, among other things. And I am also the host of this really cool podcast called A Tiny Revolution, which you're listening to right now, apparently. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hi, also glad you're here. <laughs> um, something we're doing new is I'm trying to incorporate some more video format into my work. And I thought that this particular project was one of the best reasons to start doing it. So. This is new for me. I hope you like it. Um, I hope you'll share this with your friends, but let me stop talking about myself and talk to you about why we're here today. Uh, during the month of Pride, I'm partnering with an amazing organization called Beloved Arise. Beloved Arise is the first and only LGBTQ youth group that's making space and resources for queer youth of faith, which we all know the world over do not have enough space to simply be themselves. And I know that for myself growing up as a queer youth and not having a resource or a space to be myself caused a lot of issues for me that I had to overcome. A lot of therapy, a lot of time in there. So Beloved Arise is an amazing organization. I've had the pleasure of preaching and teaching and leading workshops and retreats with them. I love their mission. And I also really love every single person in that youth group, every single young person from the world over. There are hundreds of thousands of kids who need this help. And right now, this is one of the only spaces. So I'm excited to partner with Beloved Arise for Pride Month to bring you a very special series of podcasts uh, called just Serenade, the podcast. And what is Serenade? Serenade is the first album, again, lots of firsts here. Serenade is the first album that is specifically written to queer youth of faith. If you're somebody who grew up in a church environment or a former youth group kid, or maybe you're a present youth group kid, uh, or a present queer youth. I listened to this album a few weeks ago and with not even joking, I was sobbing, walking my dog around my neighborhood because this music is just so incredibly powerful. And every single episode, I'm gonna share with you one of the tracks from the album, as well as to tell you to go pre-save the album, which launches on June 5th. And then we're gonna conclude this whole serenade podcast on June 30th, which is Queer Youth of Faith Day, uh, with a live show streaming from the Beloved Rise platform as well as my own. So get your shit together. Get ready for the time of your life. And pardon my French, I know that this is uh, <laughs> this is a family, family affair. Um, but I'm just so excited. So this first episode we're bringing to you is actually with a youth ambassador from Beloved Arise. Her name is Heaven Carter-Williams. She's 18. She's an incredible, powerful black woman who's here to tell you her, a little bit about her journey and the journey of Beloved Arise, why it's important and why we're both so hype about this album. So um, if you're new here, welcome. If you're uh, a long time listener, welcome also. Um, yeah, grab yourself something to drink. Right now I'm just drinking a little bit of iced coffee out of the bottle and then uh, I'm gonna get on with my day. 
Anyways, this is my conversation with the amazing, incredible Heaven Carter-Williams. Hi, I'm so pleased and joyful to be talking with you today, Heaven. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here right now. Yeah, so this is um, this is actually going to be the first episode in the Serenade series, so we're kicking it yeah. off, you and me. So fancy. I feel so special. I also think that we got, like, the same, like, outfit note today, just like... Low-key, we low-key uh, coordinated here. Yeah, I, I don't have my, my sweater yet. It's on the way, though, so... Oh, okay. Well, we've got our muted grays on today, so... Mm -hmm. Very, very classy. Got like purple, like purple action in general. Yeah, I got a little bit of red going on if you okay. can see it. Hello. You know? So, um, uh, so we're here to talk about A, Serenade, B, Beloved Rise, and C, you. But I want to do that in reverse order. So I want to talk about okay. you first. Heaven, who the heck are you? Who the hell are you? What do you do? What's your thing? And who are you in relation to Beloved Arise? It's a great question. These are all things that I'm figuring out on the daily. <laughs> but um, who I am, my name is Heaven Carter-Williams. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 18. Um, I'm a senior in high school until Saturday. Ooh. Yep. And then I'm free as a bird. Amen. Um, until August. Then we're going to college. Okay. All um, right. But yeah, I'm the oldest sister of four. So there's four of us and I'm just playing the oldest, third parent. Okay. Uh, I'm a dancer. I'm a competitive dancer, so Sweet. I do like all the genres: jazz, ballet, hip hop, all the cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see, what else about me? It's always so hard to talk about myself on command. Like I can do it any other time, but I mean, it's it's asking like you know what do you want for Christmas, and then it's like I've never wanted for anything exactly. in my whole life. Exactly, I'm a giving person. I've never wanted a gift. Like yeah, that's such... but um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it about me. But uh, so, how about how uh, about Beloved Rise? How did you find yourself there? What like what is? I know like I'm already like pretty much everyone who's listening to this knows what Beloved Rise is. But if you were to give like a uh, synopsis for maybe someone who didn't know, what's Beloved Rise? Beloved Arise is an organization that is meant to empower and celebrate celebrate queer youth of faith. And it does just that. There's so many like different events, I should say, like kind of different like uh, virtual events and stuff like that you can go to. We've got youth groups, uh, therapeutic Thursdays, which is a thing. Like there's all kinds of stuff that Beloved Arise has and offers for queer youth of faith. I come in. Uh, I am the co-president of beloved arises yak or youth advisory council come on yak. so you know we also do some things here and there we facilitated an art contest i believe the deadline was just may 9th so uh we're wrapping things up with that but that was great and i started that back in october i want to say i don't really have the best memory but i think it was october i mean pandemic mind is just exactly you know. like last year in my opinion was mm. like two years long so God, I, right. it's all mush and what's so but... interesting too is like so beloved arise like it's it's an online space like these youth groups gatherings you're talking about like take place online with people yep. with kids excuse me not kids youths from all over the united states and all over the globe right 
Yeah, it's amazing. There's people in New Zealand, and we've got people from Africa in those youth groups, uh, all kinds of places, Europe. Like, it's amazing. It really is to see. And when I joined the Rebel Youth Group, I I don't uh, go super often anymore because it's the time difference for me. Mm -hmm. But um, when I first joined, there was only a good, like, 10 to 20 of us, maybe. Mm -hmm. And now there's, like, easily 100 people in that group from all over the world. Like, it's amazing. I think they've had to make, like, two other youth groups or something. Like, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. Like, because I... I spoke at Beloved Rise a couple couple times, but, like, the first time it was just, like, you know, a group of 50, and then, like, I showed up for the retreat, and it's like, how many there are you now? Which goes yeah. to show you, like, there's a need. There's a need that's yeah. present that isn't being met. I remember the first time you came to speak to Rebel, I was so excited. And it was, like, just a little baby meeting. Like, there weren't that many of us in there. So I'm sure coming back to the retreat, it was probably like, what? Yeah. Because it expanded so much. Yeah. And I just, I the reason I love it so much, I've been telling June and Scott this. Um, June's the, um, what's this, executive, the ED, executive director. And mm-hmm. um, Scott's the youth pastor of the group. And I was telling them, like, I get at, out of it as much as I'm giving, if not more. Because there's a, there's a real part of me that is still, like, a little wounded youth group kid who yeah. didn't get to be you know, his queer little self. And so getting to hang out with just a bunch of like queer youth who are just wanting to like love people and like have fun while they're doing it. It's just, it's so simple. It's everything that I wanted. And it really is such a special place. It is. I feel like there's such a healing factor for everybody involved. Like mm-hmm. we get to listen to all the people that are brought in to speak and share their experiences. And then the people who have had those experiences get healing from sharing those experiences, but also being part of the community with us. So mm-hmm. I think it's just amazing. It goes both ways. Yeah. And I'm and really Scott ha- and June are my besties. I love them. Both oh. of them. If Scott goes back and watches this, he's going to be very excited that he got this clout because I'm always talking about Scott. Like, <laughs> listen, I, I love little Scott and no, he's not a little Scott. He's, he's a grown ass man. I need to like treat him. Talk. <laughs> but like, what's so interesting is like me and June are actually like good buddies. Now we mm-hmm. met be, like because of beloved arise, but now we talk all the time. Like literally I will just FaceTime him middle of the night because I'm bored. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. it's 1130. It's like two 30 where you are. What are you doing? I'm just like, time isn't real just oh yeah exactly it's a concept june is amazing like i just i don't even understand how he does a fraction of what he does like he is always on the go 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 and what he says is gonna happen it always happens like he will make it happen he's just Mm -hmm. incredible like that yeah because when he was telling me about this album i did not believe i didn't believe him i'm just like nah no fucking way it's not gonna happen because honestly like Something like this has never been done. You know what I'm saying? Right. It always, like, he always has these huge grand ideas. And, like, in my mind, me, a simpleton, I'm like, ah, <laughs> concept. But June is like, no, we're going to do it. It's going to mm-hmm. get done. And it's just amazing how, like, he always just, he gets it done. Like, yeah, <laughs> he really inspires me. He inspires me, too. And he keeps me honest about the things I actually want to do, too. Because, and I think that's something like June's skills, you know, not, you know, not to blow, um, any more juice, was it smoke up their ass or whatever? I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss on this podcast, (laughs) I'll probably bleep it out. But not to like, you know, overly flatter June or whatever, but it really is like, 
he is somebody who's like, I am building the thing I needed when I was younger. And yeah. uh, doing it unashamed and doing it just like full on like, all right, let's just do it. There is no no time, no reason to wait. And that's exactly. what's really like, yeah, that's what um, that's what I think. So um, if you don't mind me asking, like, what's your like little mini, like, what's your story? Like, you know, like, you know, what do you want to do after you, uh, when you, when you head on out of uh, Beloved Horizon onto college and stuff? Well, um, to entertainment and performing arts and things like that. However, it's kind of, I've tried to find more practical career paths for the time being, at least. So mm-hmm. I would like to go into, um, I don't really even know how to like name it, but it would basically be like digital journalism, but also creative writing mm-hmm. slash creative, like content creation so all of that mixed up in a ball is kind of what i'm thinking about wanting to do right now i did so I think it yeah fun. it's it's kind of all over the place but i feel like it fits me you know mm-hmm. like i like to write and i like to talk about myself when people like don't want to hear it mm. so um you it's know very roxanne gay very essays exactly exactly yeah that's right Listen, so that's what I'll be. That's what I mean, I'll be I was doing. a blogger back in the day, like when I was first starting out, like in the stuff, like the. Uh, I want you to. I mean, I don't think anyone will have a guess, but like this, the the name of my original blog was, the and original? I kid you not. Uh, it was um, Confessions of a Ratchet Christian dot com. That's beautiful. And so I'll, poetic. So... <laughs> It was like, oh, it just, it didn't age well. I was trying to be such a, like, mo- like, very zeitgeist, but, like, after a while, it's just like, it, no one's not, no one's going to say Ratchet in a couple years. Yeah. Um, or at least, you like, know. you know, because, you know, white people are going to ruin it. Like It probably worked at the time. Yeah. At the time, I was real right. edgy. I was real edgy because yeah. I cussed and I smoked cigarettes <laughs> and- every now and then. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Y'all don't smoke. It's not good. It's it's really gross. Up your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's one thing. Not to sound like a goody two shoes, but I really am. And that's one thing. I feel like my parents never actually had to worry about me like going out and doing anything. Mm. Like I literally am in my room all the time. Like I wouldn't even yeah. know how to smoke if I if the opportunity yeah. came up. Like. And this is and this is not to say I'm I'm throwing shade or shame at anybody who does smoke. I don't care. Like that's your own business. Like. Right. Uh, it's just it's one of those things where when I was in college it became an expensive habit and also mm-hmm. like had to do a fair bit of teeth whitening later so you know and you know yeah. not the not the worst thing in the world but anyways we digress <laughs> exactly um, I, what I like about talking to you is I feel like we could just like sip tea and have fun all the time listen that is who I am at my core. I just mm. like to relax and talk with people. So mm. my mom was like, you should be a counselor. I was like, okay, okay. I might as well get paid for it because I usually just listen to my friend's problems and help them. So. Oh, yeah. See, um, so this is what you need to do. You just get them, like, if you're good at getting it, if you're good at giving advice, you just uh, make a podcast and start answering people's questions on the yeah. internet. Okay. Like, that's honestly, like, what I started doing. And, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. five years and later. So maybe maybe I'll look into that. 
And like, and plus, it helps that you have a good personality because, like, if you were a boring person, I would say, please don't do that's that. That's true, right? That's that's not your ministry. That's not the path for you. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I I will think about that for sure. I honestly hate my voice, so really? I don't. I, yeah, I oh, I hate going back and listening to my voice, like in videos. Mm. Oh, I hate it. Well, I think your voice is quite nice, to be honest. Thank I, you. I think at first, when people first start, I think. This is a theory of mine. I think the only reason we are taught that we think that we hate our voice is because everyone has always had that reaction because the ego wants to just pick apart, well, why did you say it that way? Or why do you sound that yeah, way? Yeah, that's true. Like, I used to, like, be very um, aware that I had a very gay voice. Like, I've got the lilt. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it's a little bit nasal. And so I used to actually drop my voice down here. And Oh, wow. Oh, get that little pop filter but like i drop my voice down here and i would say hey uh nice to meet you i'm kevin uh i'm definitely not gay i keep my I, I'm dead. and uh i can't even like imagine that like i mean like i can imagine it but it just sounds so different like and like very unnatural <laughs> did yeah. you say it's off-putting <laughs> listen i um i receive that i receive that yeah <laughs> But I was also kind of an off-putting person. I was still very much a fundamentalist, mm. so like hand in hand. All that toxic uh, masculinity just coming out of my pores. I um, felt that. Honestly, that's how I used to be too. Like I've always wanted to be, I think, a little bit more feminine than I actually am. Like I am a very feminine person, mm -hmm. but it's just not in the, I think maybe cis-heteronormative way. So mm -hmm. I always wanted to have that sweet little light voice. And I just wanted to be a girly, guys. Like, I just mm -hmm. wanted to I wanted to wear all the little dresses and just, just be a girly. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I dress how I want, you know. But I just, I realized, like, that's just not who I am. Like, that's not what it's going to be. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, I feel like sometimes it's hard to not, like, fit in with the rest of your friends and stuff like that. But... Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just don't need to, like... <laughs> Hello. And that's yeah. the thing, it's just, like, it's understanding that, like, there's no... I mean, I don't want to say there's no such thing as fitting in, obviously, because that's not true. Um, but the idea of being able to have all, like... It's not that, like, we have to, like, fit perfectly into one another. It's that we just, we just like... Gosh, okay, this is how you know I used to be an evangelical pastor, because I have a sermon <laughs> illustration coming to mind. Beautiful. In the Old Testament... You are not allowed to use smooth stones when you create an altar. And why is that? Mm. Because smooth stones fall off each other. They have no use. They just, you know, fall off. You have to have stones mm -hmm. that have rough edges that they can grab onto one another. So it's not so much about, like, needing to be the perfectly, like, you know, shaped thing to fit into this group. It's more like you just got to be who you are and figure out what, like, your what's your position in this? Like, what's the orientation yeah. to this relationship that you have? How, how do you fit together? Not if, but how. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I think that's something I've definitely gotten better with as I've gotten older. Like, obviously, I still have those moments where I'm like, bro, you really are the black sheep. Like, mm. have a seat. But less than when I was younger, like, I feel like my preteen years, I was so concerned with fitting in. Like, I was mm -hmm. a cheerleader which most people are not surprised when I say that. I used to be a cheerleader and, you know, I was the only minority, period, on that on that squad. So I was already trying only to Only black girl, all white girls. Yeah, yeah. Only one. Now, also, 
thanks for listening to me ramble. Oh, please. Um, this is perfect. <laughs> it was part of a Christian sports group. So mm. not only was it Christian, but it was also a homeschool group. So we were in the backwoods cheering for the basketball teams. And it was cool. It was cool. But, you know, I was 12 and I was the only black girl on the team. And I just wanted to fit in with everybody. And so I was just... I was just trying to do just that. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I've grown so much as a person. Like, I think also moving to a bigger city has helped me. But um, just being, like, more of my own person, I feel like I've done a lot better with that. So, Mm -hmm. amen for that. (laughs) Amen. Come through, sis. I like you so much. Like, I just really think you're cool. So, let's talk about the album for for a little bit. So serenade, <laughs> yeah. Listen, but, but also people come from for the gab, for the gift of gab. That's true, That's true. and um, I've got that. Same, 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 same. <laughs> um, serenade is an album that is coming out June fifth, and it is basically an album full of love songs or love notes to queer youth of faith. So, what's the mm-hmm. spiel? What's serenade? What can people expect? to be exactly what the title says to be serenaded if that's the word mm-hmm. because <laughs> let me tell you the first time i heard that album i just like i didn't realize how much i needed it like it's one thing to listen to the worship songs that you grew up listening to you get comfort from that sometimes yeah. but there is nothing like having an album specifically for you because you know, you have those songs that you grew up listening to, or, you know, you've got your favorite little worship songs or whatever. But, like, let's take, uh, what is it, Bethel Music, Mm -hmm. for example. Like, you might love songs by them. And, you know, who doesn't? They make good music. But it's really hard to separate the music from the artists. Yes, especially these days. Yeah, and it's really hard to really try to like worship and everything when the people who are singing your songs and stuff Mm -hmm. don't believe that you're you know a valid part of the church or of christ's body and stuff like that like yeah and just to name it more specifically like it's hard to sing those songs because like places like bethel worship and all these other big mega churches out there are non-affirming of lgbtq people they do they believe that being gay that being trans that being queer is a sin yeah so it's very uncomfortable sometimes to even like listen to those songs and stuff so serenade honestly having music by queer people for queer people the game so and you know there's also like the songs there's like uh, so many different like genres if yes it really is expansive it is you've got like it's just it's it's amazing. I there love is, it. I'm so excited for everybody to hear that. There's country, there is pop, there is dance, there is ballad. Yeah. There's um like just like weird folksy shit. It's like Exactly. Like any... And I feel like it really embodies queer people, like the differences and everything. Like we don't all listen to the same thing. I mean we pretty much all listen to folk music, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> having all those different uh genres and stuff in one place is incredible. Yeah. And the music is actually good. That was like the thing I was so worried about when June was saying. Exactly. Because like so many worship songs, like worship albums will come out. They'll have one track, maybe two on there. That's a really, really good song. Really well written song. And the rest are like, nah, it's all right. But like this, as I was going through it, like I was walking around my neighborhood listening to the first time, like sobbing as I'm walking my dog. 
mm-hmm. you know, very normal. None of my neighbors were out, thank God. Love it. But <laughs> it really was that feeling of, kind of like what I said earlier about, like, when I came to Beloved Arise the first time, it's just, like, there was a really young part of me that has not been healed, that I didn't even know mm-hmm. needed that healing. So to yeah. be able to listen to somebody say, who knows what I've been through, to say, I'm learning to love myself. You know, to hear a queer Jewish woman sing about her wife, to hear, you know, this, you you would never think that that would ever happen, ever. Like, in my mind, it's a concept, you know? Mm -hmm. So the fact that it's like a real thing is just incredible to me. And I'm, I'm so excited for it to come out. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just going to help so many people. It really is. It Mm -hmm. already is. So it's already helping. And that's the thing I love so much. And if I don't figure out how to get this stupid camera to stop telling me when shit goes off, I don't need you to tell me that. Jesus, what? This is, this is, I'm learning how to be a better um, producer through this process. Okay, okay. So, I mean, it's a journey. It's a journey. It is a journey. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm unashamed. I'm unashamed of Period. where we are. Period. And I, that's another thing too, is like being able to get past the shame, like especially, mm-hmm. and I remember when I first came out and I was finally okay with myself, it was actually in a worship service that was led by queer people. Mm. Like when I finally was able to let go of my fear of God being angry at me, uh, when I finally felt like God loves me because I am queer, not in spite of it, it happened in a worship service because that was the miracle I needed. And for Mm -hmm. many people, like music is magic. Music is medicine. Music can be healing because... I don't know how it works. It just does, you know? Right, yeah. And I feel like, you know, that, I feel like it varies from person to person. Like, some people need music for that. Some people are more affected by art. Some people are more affected by representation in TV shows and stuff. But me, I'm personally a music person. So Mm -hmm. having this has been really healing for me. And, you know, it really is a journey. But I feel like this album really meets you where you are. Um, not to say, you know, like, I mean, I'm here, I'm doing this podcast and everything, but like, I still have, you know, little things that I deal with, you know, I'm not always the most comfortable with everything, but Mm -hmm. I feel like this album really does meet me where I am. And I think it will with a lot of other people too. Yeah. I like, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I really am. Thank you. I mean, honestly, we gave Scott and June clout. I have to give you clout. I <laughs> I have to give you clout. You have to hear this. Okay. okay. So I know I've told you probably more than mm-hmm. once, but now everybody that watches this is going to know. You're proud of me, but you're proud of me because of what you started. Honestly, I am literally a product of you. Like, not only am I like a fan slash follower, but you helped me so much like I can't even tell you I was in the darkest place I think I was it was 2017 that was the hardest year I've ever had so I believe I was 14 and 15 that year and I felt so alone I was in the like worst depression of my life it was horrible I had like this dark cloud over me like the person that you see now it was like, even if you look at pictures of me, it's just not the same. Like mm-hmm. I was not in a good place at all. And it was so hard for me to find any resources for queer Christians or queer youth of faith. Like 
everywhere I was looking, it was just, it was just a dead end every single where. And then I came across your album. I was like, meet Kevin Garcia. And I was like, okay, who's Kevin? Who is this? Let me go look. And I mean, like, you were just so honest and transparent about your journey. And, you know, you really laid it out. Like, I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers, but we're kind of in the same boat. And I read your blog like every morning, every night. I would go back and read <laughs> Shit, the same dude. stuff. Like that was the first like ray of light for me ever, ever. And that, I mean, when I was on Instagram and I found you on Instagram, it was like a window into like the lives of queer people of faith. And like, mm-hmm. I followed a lot of like people that you were like in the same circle with and stuff like that. And that's, but like you were like a door for me. So I'm so grateful to you for that. Like, I can't even, I can't really put it into words. Like I would have to write it out, but you were really a door for me from like a really dark place in my life to where I am now. So I, I am really thankful for you for that. So I had to give you some Kevin clout. (laughs) I received that. And I feel very humbled and honored, and I'm really thankful that you said that. It really does, um, it means a lot, because I remember being 15 and 16 myself and just being mostly scared. Um, And so I'm glad that you don't have to go through that as much. Wow, all my emotions are coming out of my eyes. (laughs) Do you see? It's right there. I see it, I see it. Oh, (laughs) shit, man. Ah! Whew, yeah, I received that. I mean, the work Thank that you, you do, the work that you do, it really does make a difference. I feel like everybody is working at something, and sometimes when it's just you, it's hard to see like mm-hmm. your progress and stuff. I know for me, definitely, like my my friends and family are always like, "Look at how far you've come with things." Like, but mm-hmm. I can't like turn around and see what I've done. So mm-hmm. when people make a difference for me, I have to tell them so that they yeah. Know. And that let may we all have the same practice to give people their flowers while they're still here to give people the love yeah especially these days especially with how wild the world is and how violent our Mm -hmm. world is um i mean the person we just um had like the second anniversary of the passing of rachel held evans and so it was like oh yeah yeah it was like wow like she was one of those people who was just like was that like everything that you said like that was what rachel was for me she was that door Mm -hmm. that allowed me to like peek around the corner to see oh like christianity's not completely Mm -hmm. if i and then it's also like she was anyways let me not gawk about rachel that's another (laughs) podcast for another time um so for you when you are wanting like when you're thinking about the people who were in your position even a couple years ago of not knowing where to turn, of not having an, like a space to be a queer person of faith, especially a queer young person of faith. Mm-hmm. What's the, like what's the one thing that you would want them to hear from you or from the youth group? Or what do you what do what do you want them to hear and know? I feel like it's pretty cliche, but you're not alone. Like I know that's what every single campaign mm-hmm. says. It gets better. You're not alone, but you truly are not. I didn't realize how many people there were like i knew there was the christian community i knew there was the lgbtq plus community i never knew that there was a middle ground i thought mm-hmm. i was like okay what one or the other 12? always yeah i thought it was like what is there 12 of us there's like a million and mm-hmm. you know 
you might be in a dark space now, but you'll it, it will it will definitely get better. You will find community. You will find mm-hmm. people who appreciate you for who you are, and you'll excel. Like you, like just don't give up and find a community and mm-hmm. friends and everything because it will come back way more than you thought. Like mm-hmm. everything, I won't say everything happens for a reason, but mm-hmm. I will say that things are always put in place for a reason i'll say mm-hmm. so i mean i never for example i i never thought that you know going to rebel youth group would lead me to june mm-hmm. and i never thought that knowing june would lead me to what i'm doing now so mm-hmm. you know everything just kind of falls into place so just yes. don't give up you're not alone we're all out here rooting for you and you'll get to meet us one day just you know mm-hmm. you're good yeah. Say. <laughs> and also, like, connect and come out. Like, I know that's like it's like really like scary at first to like start reaching out to new people, especially like on the internet. It's a weird Definitely. place. But I will say, like, yeah, you know, take it from us, friendly neighborhood internet strangers, <laughs> um, that rebel yeah. um, and beloved arise is truly one of the most beautiful, sacred, and safe places for LGBTQ youth of faith, regardless of what you believe regardless of what you profess, regardless of what you actually think about God or being, or faith in general, you are welcome in that space mm-hmm. no matter where you are or what you believe. And yeah. I've never been able to say that about like a lot of churches, you know, that yeah. you are truly welcome to come as you are. And that's true and about that. I also have to say, like, Beloved Arise, I always like joke about it with some of my youth council friends and stuff. But Beloved Arise was, like, the first legit actual resource that I found. Like, everything else was, like, a website with the squiggles under it and stuff. Talk, like, the broken It links. actually is the, it is the only and the first yeah. youth group that was geared specifically towards queer youth of faith ever in the history of ever. It's amazing. The website is a normal website. It's so pretty. Like, it's easy to navigate. merch, like... It doesn't get better it, than mm. this. Like, it does not get better than Beloved Arise. Like, I I was like, what? how? Like, mm-hmm. the, compared to everything else, I was like, this is this is amazing. Like, it's mm-hmm. incredible. You would think it's, like, mm-hmm. a, a network or something. Like, it's amazing. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and it's just continuing to grow wider with every passing month. Um, yeah. Y'all just passed, like, 10,000 on TikTok, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like, which, it's amazing. Which also, like, what's so crazy, and this is, like, a little bit of a tangent, but, like, there are so many youth on TikTok. I mean, obviously, the youths are on TikTok, mm-hmm. the youths. But there's so many, the like, youths. conservative Christian youth TikTokers oh who are making God. all these, like, super cringy content just, like, don't have sex, don't be gay, don't, don't do drugs. I know it. Ooh. I don't know how... But on occasion, I stumble into Christian Christian talk. And it Christ just talk. reminds me of how grateful... I, yes, exactly. Christ <laughs> talk. It just reminds me how grateful I am to not be a part of that youth group setting anymore. Like, mm-hmm. in the in the moment, I was like, ah, this is fine. We're canoeing. Like, yeah, okay, you're canoeing, but you're also traumatized, babe. Like, it's, it's a lot. And then... <laughs> so then the TikToks, I'm just like, woof, these... Y'all all are, are out here like it, huh? y'all are real out here perform like you are performing your Christianity it's, hard, it baby. Is. 
I mean, I like, feel guess like what? I I'm not buy... having sex, and I'm going to tell everyone that I'm not having right. sex. Right? Like, do I need to buy a ticket for this show? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. I'm like, please Ugh. have several seats. We never yeah. needed this. Never. And it, yeah, and it, it's it's twofold. It's like I look at these teens, and I'm like, oh god, oh girl, you in danger, girl. And then it's also yeah. like, I was the teen who believed that for so long. Exactly. Me too. I was like, man. The church has a cafe. This stuff must be legit. So I'm going <laughs> to believe it. I was like, if I can get a Frappuccino, I'm going to, like, I was just in it. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, summer camps, I'm not going to lie. I had a great time at the summer camps. Lit. But it's like when you go back and think about the summer camps and think about the things that you were learning and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you're just like. Yeah. And that's why I am a, such a fan of, like. What does the Bible say? It says to test every spirit. And you have to do just that. It really is. It's like, because like, I look back at my camp experiences and like, yeah, they were powerful, but like, they were all about, you're a dirty, dirty, dirty sinner person and you need to like, give your life. Like, you need to sacrifice yourself for God. And that's not what God's asking of us. Yeah. And I think now, you know, youth groups have gotten a lot nicer about it you know we've got our skinny jeans and we're all like super hipster looking i sound old saying hipster but it's true Mm -hmm. everybody looks so cool and like you know it's all like instagram made and everything and then but it's like the same messages really just wrapped Mm -hmm. up in a bow so yeah wrapped up in yeah, a little suspicious. Whenever there's a yeah. cis, a cisgender person who I'm suspicious of, suspicious. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but that is literally like when I think about what I want and what I think, like what I think the next few years could mean for a community like Beloved Arise, especially now because like the youth will keep coming and then like the youth will graduate mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, we've there's also like. You know, beyond that, we're growing these healthy spiritual people to go out and be healthy spiritual adults in the world. And then there's a part of me that's like, what happens when my youth kids go to college? You know, like, and I'm like, what yeah. about? And it's, I, it gets me thinking, I'm just like, I'm not saying there's going to be beloved rise on campus, but, but I'm not saying that it couldn't be a possibility. And I'm not saying that in my wildest dreams, I would love to be a college pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see that for you. Uh anyways, we'll, we'll put that on the on the list of dreams, aspirations yeah. and um that on the dream board. Yeah, the vision board. I've loved <laughs> talking to you. I've loved getting Thank to get you. to know you and um I'm glad I'm super excited about everything going forward. Um the album drops on June 5th and mm-hmm. on June 30th which is Queer Youth of Faith Day, correct? Yep. Yes. Um, we're having a live show. So if you're listening to wow. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having a live show. <laughs> we're going to have some live performances from people from the album and even some special guests um, who may or may not have like topped the Christian charts recently. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Um, but if you want more of this, please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and go over to uh, the YouTube. Subscribe to Beloved Arise YouTube channel. And Heaven, where can people find and connect with you if you have internet places that people connect with? Yes, I am on Instagram as Heaven 
underscore CW5 or it's heaven CW underscore five, you know, 50, 50 chance. So yeah, figure you know, I'll, um, I'll figure it out which one it is and I'll put it in the link in the bio. Um, okay. And if you guys could also do, do us a favor, please go to the link below, um, pre-save the album um, on Spotify and on Apple Music, share it with your friends, and please share this podcast with other people so that we can spread the word about Serenade, the first album written for Queer Youth of Faith. And I know that sounds like cheesy or whatever, but ooh, y'all don't understand. <laughs> it's just like, they're not ready. They're... <sighs> I wish it could just I want people to understand I want people to understand this it's so anyways wow I really made that sideways whoopsie it's fine anyways um, I love talking to you thank you for your time and thank you for everyone for tuning in today Um, we'll be back next week with another episode episode 2 in the Serenade series I'm Kevin Garcia that's well that's Heaven Carter Williams and uh, we'll see you next time bye bye That was my conversation with Heaven Carter-Williams. If you want to connect with her, like she said, all those links are going to be down in the bio. Um, Thank you for listening and watching this episode. Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, awesome. Please go ahead, like, share, subscribe. Go ahead and click the pre-save link down in the show notes. Um, This is also going to be on the podcast, obviously. So please, pre-save this. Share this with a friend. And if you want to get involved with this, there's every, you can either text me. Again, my number is in the um, thing. Just text the word uh, serenade to the number in the description. And I'll just send you text message updates about all the things coming up. Or sign up for my mailing list and you'll be a part of that. Or just follow me on social media. I'm at the Kevin Garcia. <laughs> um, please follow Beloved Rise. That's Beloved underscore Rise across all social media platforms. I think that's everything, right? So this has been another episode of A Tiny Revolution and the first episode of Serenade the Podcast. Thank you to Beloved Arise for making this podcast possible, creating this incredible album that I cannot wait for you to hear. So please, again, pre-save the music. Links are below. I know I keep saying that, but the thing about this is I'm invested in this so much because I mean, as you've heard or as you've heard already, this music is so healing and wonderful. Um, and I, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. So please, um, pre-save the music. And I guess, yeah. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I can't put the music up because copyright stuff, etc. But what we can do is you can go over to the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Music, and you can listen to one of the new tracks there. That's it. That's all I got to say. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. And yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Serenade, the podcast uh, in association with the Tiny Revolution and Beloved Arise. Like I promised, uh, here is a first listen at one of the new tracks from Serenade. This song is called Learning to Love Myself. It's truly an incredible track and I hope you love it. Enjoy. Asking for a sign Was I born there?
Some grander design 